Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. And we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll do it live. TireRack.com. Will they'll help you get there. No matter where there is, they will help you get there at some point. All right, TireRack.com is fantastic. They've got fast free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, wow. it's the way tire buying should be, and this right here is the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it locked right here on the Odd Couple. For the next three hours on Fox Sports Radio, not two. the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. We got Mark Medina. We call him Funky Cold wow. Medina, Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. He will join us at the bottom of the hour. And obviously, we are in the middle, in the heat of the NBA playoffs. So there is a lot to talk about. So we're glad he'll be joining us. My partner, Rob Parker is having some technical difficulties for the second day of the week. My man be traveling too much for this, Chris. He, he, he's flying around the country too much, man. I swear. I don't know what's going on. I see him, but I can't hear him. So hopefully we'll get him on soon. All <laughs> I'm hearing always, right now, Chris, he's is... He's always uh, saying I'm talking too much. So I guess uh, 
I get to get all my my words out on this segment uh, if he can't make it. But anyway, we have the eye couple. We got the crew, of course, DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan on the ones and the twos on a funky flashback Friday. Two days you know Alex will be here. Thursdays because it's Tyshirt's Tower of Trivia, which he loves. He loves the spotlight. It's a lot of fun. Letting you behind the curtain. And also, Funky Flashback Friday, because what? He loves to go where? I'm deep in the crates. That's right. He is dusty in the crates. And Rob G been off all week on vacation. Hopefully, he's having a good time. We got our man Patrick Suica is the super producer today. Yes, Patrick. What's going on, guys? What's up, Chris? Good, good to have you on, man. First time with the I Couple, I believe. Yeah, correct? first time, first time. Glad to be yes, here. Yes, yes, yes. You're going to do your thing. All right, and on the updates. Our hey, man, Steve. Steve Desager. All right, let's get this thing popping. We got a few games tonight in the NBA. And, of course, the first one, the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. And they're tied at 1-1. Philly surprised everyone and took game one without Joel Embiid. Embiid, this year's MVP, finally gets the award he's been dying to win. Even before he joined the NBA, we found out uh, this week. But very uh, uh, glad he won it. He was my vote. I thought he deserved it, and congratulations to Embiid. But when he came back from injury in game two, he did nothing. 15 points, three rebounds, and the Sixers were routed. So tonight in Philadelphia, he is going to be awarded his trophy uh, the Michael Jordan Trophy. He's the first winner of the Michael Jordan Trophy, which is fantastic. I mean, man, what you talk about an honor. It's already great to be an MVP. But then when you become the first winner of the Michael Jordan Trophy, they renamed it in December uh, for, for the GOAT. Uh, that's a huge honor. And he's going to be presented that tonight before the game. So you would expect that to, it's going to be emotional. Uh, does it mean he comes out and plays terrifically? Or does it mean he's so emotional? We, we see this with ring ceremonies, right? You win the championship. The following year, you get awarded your championship rings uh, early in the season. And a lot of times, the home team that got the rings lays an egg. It's a dud. They're so emotional and caught up in the uh, achievement that they don't go out there and take care of business on the court. So which one will be MB? My bet is that MB goes out and balls. I'm expecting Joel MB to have a mammoth game. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say mammoth, but I'm expecting him to have a very, very strong game. I'm thinking something like 35 points and 14 rebounds. But here's the kicker. NNL. That's right. I expect MB to do his thing and lose. Wow. And here's why. Here's why. Because that's typically what Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers do when the facing them across the court is the Boston Celtics. Joel Embiid is one and nine against the Celtics in the playoffs, including a couple of nights ago. This year, get it, get this. He averaged 37 points, 11 or 12 rebounds, 
shot 61% from the floor, and they were one in three. One in three against the Celtics. I'm sorry, Philly fans, but they got your number. I fully expect them to beat you. If I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But with every fiber of my being, nothing against the Sixers. I love Embiid. I'm a big fan of Harden despite his playoff struggles at times. Doc Rivers, top 15 coach of all time. We've been critical, but still top 15 coach of all time. Maxie's nice. Tobias Harris is nice and I think even underrated. But I would be shocked if they go out there and beat the Boston Celtics in this series. So MB's going to get his. Of course, he always does. He's that caliber of player. But I think Boston wins this game because Boston, look, they've been inconsistent this preseason, this season as well. But when they're when they need a win, when they've put themselves in a position to need a win, which is what they've done tonight because it's a pivotal game three, they usually show up, and I think they'll do so tonight. Rob Parker is with us. What's up, man? How are you? All is good. We, we got the little technical bugs all good, and uh, yeah, let's go. So you've been you. hearing what I'm saying. What do you think? Yes. Yeah, I, I think actually if Philly's going to win one, one game in the series, Chris, is tonight. I think it's the opposite. I really do like they might win tonight, but that might be the only other win. Like they they stole game one. Yeah. Uh, the first game home in Philly, you know, like this is our last stand kind of thing. Uh, I get it why you feel that way, but Boston has had some ups and downs and some stinkers or whatever. Uh, yes. Game one included, obviously. Uh, and now Philly. If if you're going to, you got your two horses, Chris. If you're going to win a game, the first game in Philly, the playoffs, they've been getting knocked out in the second round over and over. Like, you, you got to win this game. If you don't win this game, I, then I think you're you're done. So that's why I think – if Philly's going to put up any kind of fight and make it a six-game series, like I, I didn't pick them to win, but I thought it would be six games. I think tonight is the only game, that, other game that they win. That's just me. Well, I, I'm glad you said the two horses because I, I think Embiid will play great, and I think it's going to be uh, the other guys that need to step up and determine to win. Not necessarily just Harden, but yes, of course, James Harden. Needs to play well. Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris. Those are the guys I think the game is going to be decided by. I think NBA, you can pencil them in for a big night. Uh, but it will have to be a humongous night. Like, Rob, the one game Boston or Philadelphia took off Boston this regular season, NB had 52 and 13. But Jalen Brown didn't play. Robert Williams III didn't play. Uh, it was late in the season, so teams are looking toward the playoffs. So I don't think Embiid's going to do that. I also got to throw this out to you, Rob, because Jason Tatum had a great season. Uh, Boston, obviously, was the second seed in the East, had a strong year. And he wasn't even in the discussion for the MVP. And I'm just wondering, is he motivated? Now, I, I'm not going to sit here and say he thinks he should have won the MVP. I have no idea. But I would bet, Rob, that he thinks he should have at least gotten a little bit of consideration. 
Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. But he really wasn't. No, not at all. He really wasn't like just nobody even mentioned him. And they got off to a good start with a new coach. You remember that, Chris? Right. We thought, he wow, was mentioned at- maybe that first month or two. He was like yeah. there. But, you know, and Rob, he averaged 30 points, nine rebounds, and almost five assists, four and a half assists. And, and yeah, and normally that would get you in a conversation. But the other right. guys were so good. That that it, I don't want to say Tiki was taken for granted, Chris, but he wasn't. He was definitely not in the conversation. I don't remember. Maybe early earlier in the season, early as you said, it. but after that, it was about Jokic. It was about Giannis, and uh, it was about Embiid. It really yep. was, and he was out of the mix, despite them having. And I don't know. Did he fall out, Chris, when they had the kind of went sideways for a little while? You remember they yep, started that's great. That's kind of when then, he. Yep, that's kind of when and he And then fell they went out. sideways. They were like, yep. what, what are the Celtics? They they, they blew a 28-point lead at home to the Nets. Not with Kevin well, Durant it was, and Kyrie. Was, yeah, that was later. I'm just saying. It? Later yeah, in the season, but, yeah. But you know what I mean. That was, But they that had was moments those. like that, for sure. Yeah. They definitely had some moments. So, we'll see. I mean, he might be motivated. I actually do think he'll have a great game. He only has seven points in game two. They still won. But I do think he'll be motivated uh, in this next How does he have seven game points? Tonight. I'm sorry. I, I, well, he was in foul trouble. He only played 19 minutes. Uh, but, you know, he was in foul trouble. He still only shot one for seven, Rob. So I was, it wasn't I, just the fouls. He just right. was off. And, and speaking of foul trouble, a, AD didn't get into real foul trouble, but he was null and void yesterday. We'll get into that, Chris. That was uh, – what was that? Yeah, oh, I can't wait to from, talk from about the time that. that. From the time that we talked, remember he got off – the Lakers got off to a good start, not AD, because no. we were saying he was missing in action. And no. boy, did that thing turn with a – they gave up a 43-point third quarter. Like, yep. gosh. And then a 40-point uh, second quarter. quarter. I think 41 in the second, was 43 41, in the third. Yeah, 41 and 43. It was 240. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob, I got to say this before we go to the callers. I don't know if you've seen it. There is a clip going viral because mm-hmm. a lot of people have sent it to me. Uh, where I supposedly used the N-word oh, on yeah. the air. Did you see that? <laughs> I saw it, and when I got to admit, when I first saw it, Chris, I'm going to admit, I did think you said the it, N-word. No, it, it looks like, I mean, yeah. I, and then I when know. You realize, when you realize who you're talking to, yes, and that is it's in context. Nick Wright, my co-host right. on First Things First. Right, so and, then it made sense yeah. to me after that. But when I first, the first time, that's why I never even brought it up to you, because the first time I saw it. right. At first, I said, oh, my God. Because, well, you, know. <laughs> you then, know, I don't even use that word. No, I know. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of blacks second. use it, but I don't, right. I'm don't. i not one that uses it. And but, so but I you know admit, you were tripping. Oh, no, it definitely, you, yeah. If I was just it. looking at it, right. I probably would think the same thing. Yeah, and then and then I realized, okay, you're talking to Nick Wright. Right. And it just sounded like I think like I said something like said. Nick, uh, you know, yeah. something like that. Um, and I told Nick, you know, I told him about the clip going around and, uh, he said actually the same thing happened to Chris Carter when they first started the show, you know, cause his wow. name is Nick. So if you right. say Nick, uh, you know, whatever, something right, like right. that. Right. But yeah, uh, I, I did not say the N word. I just got to okay. make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> Let everybody air. know, right? I, yes, like I said, yes. I, didn't like I, said, I don't even use that word in just general everyday parlance. Because I was shocked at first. I was like, "What? Did he, did he <laughs> right. really say that?" I did. I was like, and oh, then no, I listened I to it, and then I was like, "Nah, okay, I got it." Right, but you knew, but a lot of people don't know. Right, so I had to let it be known and put it out there. But anyway, it is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. 
877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. What type of performance do you expect from Joel Embiid? The MVP is going to get his uh, trophy tonight, the Michael Jordan trophy. It's and uh, do you think trophy? that will spark him oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> to a great game tonight and a victory? Your thoughts, 877-99 on Fox. It's the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. If you're hearing this promo right now, it means you're listening to some other show. Uh, well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, get your priorities straight. Well, maybe, Tony, they listened to this week's episode already. I don't care. Listen to it again. Yeah, great point there, Tony. Anyway, you. so you listening out there, make sure and go do that and uh, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. What are you expecting from Joel MB tonight on MVP night? All right. Chris, let's kick it off with uh, Andre in Massachusetts. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dre? How you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Listen, I think tonight you're going to get uh, Joel Embiid's best performance of the series. Frankly, 
he's getting the MVP trophy, A, but B, and the presser after game two, he alluded, this is a four- to six-week injury to his knee. Okay, that's the diagnosis, and that's why he came back in game two rather than game three to give himself that warm-up so that he can be up to speed for this contact. So the fact of the matter is he's not going to be 100% for the rest of the series, and specifically not for game four. Everybody knows that. So I think this is the game that he's geared up to go all out, MVP, domination, whatever, 35, you know, 15, whatever, rebounds, assists, because the fact of the matter is if they lose this game, he's going to be what? If he's only like 85 90% you know, at his best, and this is his warm-up game, they want to get this one and then be able to rest him possibly for game four is my view. So I think it's going to be – Wait, rest and beat for game four? Yes, rest and beat. He said it's a, this, his injury is a four to six. We get injury. that, but then don't come out and play. I mean, he, you can't be just hopping in and out of the lineup. Point taken, Chris. That, it, it's my view. If, if he, I think if he – I don't think that's the plan. I think if he can't play – he won't play, but I don't think they're playing. Hey, let's play tonight, not the next game. I, I just, I don't think. Yeah, that's that seems game. like that would be. I mean, how do you win that way? Right. This ain't. This is not the first round against the Nets. Right. With right with no stars or whatever. Right. This is like the Boston Celtics that went to the finals last year. Right. Now right. look, Rob. If he can't go, he can't go. But yeah, I don't oh, think yeah. that's the plan. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh Let's let's go. We got one more call, Chris. Let's do it. Um, Sean in Vegas. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Sean? Yo, my uncle's from another mother. My brother's behind the boy. Oh, you you in best. Vegas with the wife? You guys are like, ro- he ain't Sean from Sacramento, Chris. He on a he on a he he on a baby making mission in Vegas with his <laughs> wife. Wow. Hey, Rob, getting all in me, your Rob. business, man. <laughs> hey, Rob, Rob trying to have me with the whole litter of kids, man. You already know I got enough for uh, about three of us, but uh, I'm trying to. You got, to you got five kids, kids, don't you, Sean? How many kids you got? I got four. Don't say, Rob, stop wishing another kid on me, man. I got four. <laughs> I got four. <laughs> four kids. I'm sorry. Parker impersonation, man. I'm trying to find Lamar Miller out here, man. I'm trying to see if he give me Lamar a hookup. Mitchell. Bro, betting baseball has been on fire. We've been going in, but. You know, let, let's stick to the topic at hand. I feel like MB is going to come out firing, and here's why. He already made that comment about Jokic, MVP, all of the pressure is on him. Now all the pressure is on MB. Not only that, right. but he's been strapped with guys like Ben Simmons in the past. He finally has a valid Robin because that man Harden's cooking like he's back in Houston. If he doesn't show Wait, up, wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you not see game two? Oh, I did. I did. Well, Houston what? Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AU when he was ten years old, he had no, a bad game. It, in, it, it, that, a bad game in Houston. What? What? No, the, no. The headline would have been uh, Houston. There's a problem. You know, right? What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Two for 14, 12 points, Sean. It's not a lot of back-to-back clunkers like that, man. And I feel like with that feedback and and fully, fully, I mean, better than who was last time as far as health goes, he's going to finally show up. And, and here's the bigger and thing, at home. Man. And at home, exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. He's finally going to be at home. He gets at home cooking. He doesn't get as much rest, but he doesn't have to travel. So I think that's going to play a huge part this time, y'all. Do they win tonight? Sixers? Look it. They're winning. They're winning. And look, I just cursed them because last time I said that about Sacramento, we drowned. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, man, Sean, don't be like that. You, you, you right, good with the, you're good go with Go have the, the fun that Rob was telling you. Say yes, go ahead. Have, so. Go ahead. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. All right, yep. man. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live, of course, from the Tyrite.com studios. Mark Funky, 
Cole Medina joining us in a moment. But first, Steve DeSager with the update. Steve. Steve. Gentlemen, we have two NBA playoff games in second round series tonight. Starting up in a few minutes, Boston at Philadelphia, series tied at one. And then the one seeds in the West, Denver, up two games to none, play the late game at Phoenix, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Suns guard Chris Paul out with a strained groin. Jimmy Butler of the Heat, questionable for tomorrow against New mm. York with a sprained ankle, but he did work out with his team today. The Knicks are going to the finals, Steve. I'm, I'm sorry. Are you putting that down in pen? He, he doesn't I'm, believe that. He I'm just like what what about well, jimmy wouldn't Butler's that not be playing? something that would be something though and jalen well brunson, they can get to the conference finals yeah. brunson's not yeah. on the injury report had a sore ankle saturday afternoon it's knicks tied at a game apiece in miami lakers host game three against golden state tomorrow night series tied at one just one stanley cup playoff game tonight in a half an hour it's carolina up one game to none hosting new jersey again the colts release quarterback nick Foles. ravens linebacker roquan smith will wear jersey number zero and new eagles running back deandre swift will wear number Number zero, former Michigan State quarterback Peyton Thorne transferred to Auburn. In Major League Baseball, the Cubs beat Miami 4-1, to but Luis Arias of the Marlins had three more hits. He's batting 437. Meanwhile, an update a fan has at the Phillies game as they're hosting the Red Sox tonight been taken away on a stretcher after apparently falling from the seats in the outfield oh. into the visitors' bullpen. So there was a delay what? in the game as the fan was carted off. Red Sox lead one nothing going to the bottom of the first at Philadelphia. The Steve, Rays, how far of a drop was that? I don't even know. Like, is, was it way high? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like at least 10 feet, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, the Rays are 26-6 and and hosting the Yankees this weekend. They're already ahead of New York, 4 nothing in the top of the fourth inning. Randy Arozarena with a home run. And the Blue Jays lead 2 nothing at Pittsburgh in the top of the fourth. 2-0 Max Fried in Atlanta will be the Braves starter as they're getting underway just now against Baltimore. The Braves activated closer Rysel Iglesias. That game scoreless bottom of the first. Iglesias had missed five weeks with shoulder inflammation. And you could probably guess that an NBA playoff series between the Lakers and Warriors would do okay in the TV ratings. In fact, Game 1 in the Bay Area on Tuesday night averaged about 7.35 million viewers for TNT, which is hmm. the largest first or second round audience on cable in over a decade and even the blowout last night got another 7.35 million mm. viewers the hockey playoff doubleheader on tnt got 1.4 million viewers last night Incredible. basketball was the number one rated tv show in all of primetime last night back to you well look it's the uh two defining players of this generation this era so it's understandable Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Steve. It's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Tyrate.com studios. We welcome in our man from Fox Sports Radio, our NBA insider. That's right, and Funky Cole Mark Medina. He has graduated to his own music. Funky Cole Medina. His own theme music. What's up, man? Chris, this walk-up song never gets old. I can hear it over <laughs> and over again. It always sounds like the first time. Hey, That's right. You deserve brother. it. You deserve yes, it. Yes, yes. Funky Cole, we love it. We love it. Very nice. Now, you are with the Lakers series, correct? Yes, sir. All right. So, what do you Lucy? last night, obviously, <laughs> look, we all, I think we all expected Golden State to win, really, no Not matter like what. That. You know, they, right, right. But what do you think? How do you think the Lakers adjust in game three? Because obviously, the Warriors made huge adjustments in game two. 
Well, the Lakers adjustment's got to be Anthony Davis because game one, you know, he's getting comments from LeBron James saying his jersey's going to be retired up in the rafters and comparing him to Kareem and Wilton Shaq. And then game two, he's just uh, a complete no-show. And I, I get it. Part of this has to do with the Warriors' adjustments, Draymond Green not being in foul trouble, and Draymond Green then exerting his defensive prowess. You know, the Warriors going small and spreading the floor out. But I'm sorry, when you're looking at Anthony Davis and a star player, like star players adjust regardless of circumstances. Um, and it's just disappointing because just when we think that Anthony Davis is turning the corner from both a health standpoint and consistency standpoint, he then shows that, you know, he has the talent of a top guy, but he has the mentality of sometimes a second guy or even a role player. So that's that's adjustment number one. And then I would say adjustment number two would just be finding ways to not necessarily, like, limit the Warriors' outside shooting. That's impossible. But finding ways to kind of wear them out physically so that they can't just hoist as much as they want from three, whether it's Clay, Steph, or anyone else. Yeah, I think your point you made about uh, AD is just so valid. Like, like, you, did you really think like this, you were going to come and have the same game plan against you in game two after you dominated game one? You got to make an adjustment, you know, see what they're doing and figure it out. But let me ask you this, Mark. Was he taking it like it was all it was the LeBron show in the first quarter where he was kind of like left out there, not really involved. Was that a mistake? Well, I think in fairness to LeBron, a lot of that was the product of AD wasn't making shots. I, I don't think it was, you know, LeBron taking touches away from AD. I think from the very jump, ever since AD's joined the Lakers with LeBron, it was always the objective that AD is going to be the focal point of the offense. Right. LeBron might right. be the leader of the team. He might be orchestrating everything. But as far as a workload, number one option, it's always AD. And so if he's aggressive, he's going to get looks. Now, again, yeah, the Warriors made defensive adjustments, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that put LeBron James in the driver's seat and wanting to produce. But when you look at his second-half numbers, guys, he, he – only had two points, and I think when you're looking at these playoffs, especially from the three-point line, LeBron isn't getting it done. I think that he's been getting it done and being able to find different ways to impact the game, but clearly, at 38 years old, 20th season, the Lakers and LeBron are trying to find ways that it's not on him, that he's not the number one guy, because if they do that, it's just not going to be sustainable. So. Right. I think moving forward, it's fine if LeBron's not the number one guy. He can find ways to still impact the game, whether it's playmaking, rebounding, scoring, but at a much reduced level. But AD, in order for them to win, has to be the number one guy. But unfortunately, he doesn't fulfill his end of the bargain all the time. Sometimes he's aggressive some games, and he does, and other times he's not. It's very much a step-forward, step-back kind of uh, process with him. Mark, you've been around this team a long time. Uh, why do you think – I mean, I guess we just have to accept that this is who AD is. I've said he's got number one game, right, as, as far as being a number one player, but he has the mentality of a number two. Uh, why do you think he just doesn't it, – it's one thing to be off. Everybody has off nights, but he seems to lose aggressiveness, uh, maybe not be seen, as engaged as you would like. Like, why do you think he is so inconsistent in this regard? 
Yeah, I think it's a good point that you made as far as number one talent, but number two in mentality. I think in fairness, in past years, some of it was circumstantial. Look, whether it's you know injuries being uncontrollable or his training regimen not being what it needed to be, that was obviously a factor. You know, the Lakers roster construction didn't help either with Russell Westbrook not being a good fit. There not being a lot of good depth around AD so that there's good spacing, good shooting, or relief pressure. Um, but since the trade deadline, it always has hinged on whether Anthony Davis is being aggressive or not. And I think the confounding thing with this is that he has shown improvement this season where he is aggressive. In, in past years and earlier in the season, Darvin Ham noted that uh, when things weren't going his way, you know, AD would get in his own head and be very self-critical, and then it would spiral into this one of these things where uh, he wasn't being confident and assertive enough, but he was starting to be more, uh, I think, having this mindset of being more po- having positive reinforcement and being confident, being resilient. So he turned a corner there. He's been more aggressive with, you know, gain after in the weight room. And so these recent developments in game two, as much as it is kind of a string of pattern of what he's always been, the reasons for it are entirely new. And that's what's left me disappointed. It felt like he's finally turned a corner, but I guess I just set myself up for more disappointment. Let's switch to the uh, Suns and um, why am I forgetting? Uh, Nuggets uh, series, game three, 2-0 Nuggets, and now no Chris Paul. Can can Phoenix? I mean, unless the Nuggets have an off night or something, but I I, I don't see how they win a game. Uh, that's how I feel in this series. Am I crazy? Or I guess just seems like they they already were they're already thin. They don't have enough on the bench, and now you don't have Chris Paul, so the bench is going to be uh, weakened even more because you got to use somebody. Right to to fill his void. I don't know where are you on this series. Yeah, um, Rob, I'm with you 100. percent Look, I think the Suns can win a game. I mean, I think Kevin Durant and or Devin Booker could have one of those 40 point nights. I, I'm mm-hmm. sure that maybe the Nuggets let their guard down a little bit. You saw them, you know, give up some games later in the season because of just complacency True. against inferior opponents. So that might help. But I think to the larger point that you're making, I can't see any scenario barring you know unforeseen injuries that the Nuggets suddenly have that the Suns right. can get back in the series. Um, you know, Chris Paul, as much as we've seen him post career lows from a shooting standpoint, he's really been the bridge in making all this work from an right. offensive dynamic where Kevin Durant and Devin Booker can be themselves, play off each other. Right. DeAndre Ayton can accept that role of his production really just comes down to being a defensive enforcer and getting points off of putbacks and rebounds. And then the other points, they just don't have any depth. And, you know, I know that I was saying this to you guys earlier in the week, like I'm of the mind they need to make this Kevin Durant move because the alternative wasn't really going anywhere anyway. But they don't have any other options. And so I think, you know, maybe they get the win tonight just because the Nuggets are comfortable up 2-0. And, you know, KD or Booker both just go off. But I think that's the best-case scenario. That's a gentleman sweep 4-1 and – and then that's the end of that chapter. I agree with you on the trade. I mean, they were, they might not even be playing right now if they didn't make that move. They weren't really a contender. Uh, so now at least next year you'll have Booker, Aiton, and Durant to try to build around. Do you think Chris Paul will be back? I think he's got a year left on his deal. But how do you, how do you see that playing out with him 
uh, his future in Phoenix? Yeah, that's a really interesting question, Chris. I was talking to Paul uh, CP before. Now, this is before the season ends, so he was healthy. And he was making it clear that uh, this isn't a retirement ceremony this season. He had he has full intentions of playing out the remainder of his contract. Two years left, next year guaranteed. But he did add this caveat. Obviously, this hinges on how healthy he can be. And, you know, he's always, you know, tried to keep in mind that he's got two, uh, you know, two kids and wants to be devoted to them. Um, so it is his intention to ride this out. I, I don't think that because of this injury, he's all of a sudden going to call it quits. But I think the Suns really have to think long and hard. What do they do? But here, here's the problem. What is the scenario? What is his market value for a trade because of these injury concerns? And while I think there there still is value for his leadership, and you know, for all the uh, positives and negatives about what Chris Paul has done for each team, the obvious positive is that he has always turned around each team and has had uh, an influence with getting guys, you know, into better habits. But when you're not available, the, the bottom line is that's the best ability that you have. Uh, but I think on the Sun standpoint, there is still a value for him being on the team. It's just catch-22. So if I had to guess, I can't find really a good market for him. And if they were to do that trade, it would feel like that they're having to start over. And then all of a sudden, you got to see what you can get for Kevin Durant and what do you do with Devin Booker. That if I had to predict, they wind up just patch working this up together for next season. But how do they reinforce the bench? That's going to be easier said than done because they're pretty limited from a cap perspective. Well, All right. Well, good, good thing that Chris Paul won that championship. Because, oh, wait a minute. They didn't win. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, had, hey, you remember that when they were up 2 When they were up there 2 You remember that, Chris? They had a parade. They they, yep, they were like, yep. oh, they're winning the championship. I yep, still can't no get over doubt. that. All right. No doubt. All right, Mark. Great stuff, Thank man. You, we appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate the walk-up music. Feel free to yes. play it every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's your music now. That's, That's your, your music theme song. Every single time. Yes, I love yes. it. It's my jam. All right, man. Have a good weekend. How you too. All right, uh, Rob, someone retired today, and all we have are what-ifs. That's next. Who, me? Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Gonna have a fun welcome. welcome. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Two, Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Well, you know, Chris, last night I only picked one game. There was only one game to pick. And, of course, I did pick the uh, Warriors. Remember, I just thought that was a win. That was easy. All right, here's tonight. I'm going with a couple of underdogs tonight, Chris. I'm taking the Nuggets plus four and a half. I know it's in Phoenix. I know they need to win desperately to keep their season alive. I'm just not buying into the Suns. Uh, that Booker will play well. The KD will play well, and it won't be enough. I'm going with the Nuggets plus four and a half. Yeah, I mean, Rob, it's one thing not to have depth. Right. <laughs> this is this almost unlike anything I can remember. Because, Rob, usually – role players play well around stars. Well, at home, but also, like, remember, Brooklyn, we've talked a lot about it, and and let's just keep it real. Clearly, Kyrie and Durant made a huge mistake this year by leaving Brooklyn. But, Rob, nobody really knew about Bruce Brown, who's now become a really good role player for the Nuggets. He's a good player. Right, And, and a lot of the guys that were there playing well around Durant and Kyrie they were kind of out of nowhere. But again, when you've got a star, especially two, that draw so much attention, you usually NBA caliber players can step up and hit shots or defend or hustle or rebound or, you know, just be solid players. Man, I mean, Phoenix, I've done a 180 on them. Like, you know, I picked them to win this series. Right. But, I mean, they might get a game. Right. They might, and if they do, it might be game three. But, Chris, tonight I'm just going to go with the Nuggets plus the four and a half. I am. And I'm going to take the Sixers plus two and a half. This might be the only game that they'll win the rest of the way, Chris. Uh, Game three at home, both of their guys in. Maybe Embiid is is jacked with the Michael Jordan trophy. You know what I mean? Did you see, were you able to see, uh, I don't know if you have a TV in your studio. No, I don't have one. He was incredibly emotional. Oh, I bet. You know, I did it's it at a, half yeah. at the mid, middle of the court. His mom was there. I, I can't. I don't have my volume up, so I don't know right. if that was his dad or it's beautiful. That's dad beautiful or whatever. Thing. His son came out. Um, he, you know, his son had a cute. His cute son had a shirt on. Said, "My dad is the MVP." Oh, he that's was crying. Awesome. Uh, MB was crying. Like he, Rob. I mean, we've seen. Look, LeBron. When he won his first, was very How emotional. About Durant KD, and his obviously, you remember yeah. Durant and his mom? Oh yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. I, I'm gonna give Le- now. This is different because they gave they giving it to you, you know, right before a game. You can only do so much, but I'm gonna give LeBron some credit, Rob, for 
you know, when he won his first MVP, I think it was 09, he did, you might remember that they had it at his old high school, St. Vincent, St. Mary, Mm -hmm. and he gave like a, I don't know how long it was, but it was a lengthy speech, maybe 20, 25 minutes or something, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, but, you know, about his life and his family and just, it was great. And remember, since then, it, like, you saw a lot of guys. Durant did it. And it kind of became the thing to do was, you know, you had this real long, drawn-out uh, ceremony and speech when you win the MVP. And remember, before that, I mean, there were a lot of times, I mean, it's still nice, but, our, you know, guys would just get it uh, at a facility or somewhere, and um, so I think LeBron kind of well, started a little trend, but obviously if they're giving out before games, that's not going to be able to continue. Right, right, definitely. But MB, thing, it was good. It was good. Yeah, that's nice to hear. Last thing, Chris, uh, White Sox and Reds, I got uh, under eight and a half uh, in that game. So remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. I will not miss the White Sox and Reds tonight. Okay, there you go. Under eight and a half. <laughs> Hunter Green is pitching, so that's why I got the oh, under. I might he's want been, to turn he, it on one of the side TVs in. You know, See Hunter Green's been, he's been rolling. He's been pitching great. All right. Yeah, yeah. Rob, I, I was saying something today on First Thing First. We go through some of the baseball highlights. And, I, Rob, I, one rule, I think they did a good job with the rules, getting rid of the, the switch and, mm-hmm. and you know, um, all pitch that stuff, clock the pitch and clock the bases. And the, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, but they got to get rid of, to me, the rule where if you slide, you know, you're still in second and you slide you off the bag. Like, to I, me, I, once I, you hit the bag and beat the throw, the play is over. I, you know I what agree. I mean? Like, they hold the, the, the fielder holds the glove on you, then they replay it, Chris, and your foot comes up a millisecond. That's yep. not what the rule is supposed to be. Right. Absolutely. I totally agree. I I think that that's if if you beat if you beat the throw, you're in. Stop I it. Totally Plays agree. Over. It's ridiculous. Like I mean, it's not the same thing, but still, they let you run through first base. Right. Why can't you? You know, it's just your momentum, Rob. Is a lot of times it's going to carry you off that bag. There's but no just doubt a about little it. bit though. It's yep. not like they're yeah, off it the only bag takes completely. A, right, right. An inch. All right. Two hours of the eye couple left. Y'all know what to do. Lock it. Ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. 
Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.